This episode of Football's Finest Podcast is brought to you by Tate Boys Tire and Service. Tate Boys has been providing service to Northeast Oklahoma for over 30 years and is the largest independent tire dealer in the area. Tate Boys offers a variety of services from tire repairs, preventative maintenance, brakes, steering and suspension, HVAC, wheel alignment, and free vehicle safety inspections. Whether you're looking to tune up your car or want to be skating some new Dayton rims, Tate's is the place to be. Come in and ask about the Tate 12 and see how you can improve your improve your ride today. On today's episode of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth, we give our Week 3 recap and reactions to some of the games that happen across the league, give some of our Fantasy League reactions, uh, we give our surprise and disappointment of the week, and go on a long tangent about OU football. Uh, we also give our bust and must watch for week four, as well as the wild and out on the waivers, and our game of the week, which happens to be a very poopy game. We hope you love the pod. Welcome into week four of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. Uh, got a great show for you guys today. Before we start, uh, we have officially confirmed that we have our first sponsor of the show, Tate Boys Tire. We have been kind of using we <laughs> we've been kind of using their uh, their name just for some clout, and lo and behold, now we've got a sponsor. Yeah, we're we're really tight with the guys over there at Tate Boys. They're they're, oh, they're a are. good group. Yeah, so go down to the, any of the Bartlesville locations, Highway 75 or downtown, or any of the other locations, the million of locations across green country. They're and, spread out all across northeast Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, and, and go get your tune-ups. Go get go get a tune-up, go get a tire change, go get new tires. Right. Go I take my, all uh, your tire needs at Tate Boys. Do you have a personal story about how Tate Boys has helped you? I do. I uh, The first day I walked in there, right before I left, I was going to get in – one of my tire sensors fixed and I was, I was greeted by a paper wad that was thrown on my face by none other than the clay Clayton, Michael Tate. Yeah. And then, uh, then he, he quietly whispered to the guy next to him and said, that's him. <laughs> and I think, I think everybody can figure out where that story is going. Yeah. That, that, yeah. You, he did something to you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, excited to have, have an official sponsor. We're gonna to have to get them into the logo. They're the presenting sponsor, so once, we're gonna to have to get presented by. Once Clay gets us that gear, then I will wear it while we take the oh. pod. Oh, for sure. I might even well, put. I might even to... put a put put it on my Snapchat story that we're that we're taping, so I can get the get the brand, uh, get the notoriety. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, anyways, I guess we'll jump right into some of the week three stuff that happened. So. What was some of your biggest takeaways from week three and across the NFL and in our league? My biggest takeaway from the NFL was uh, when you're on the, when you catch the ball on the five yard line, uh, run hard into the end zone because there might be somebody behind you wanting to punch the ball out. <laughs> yeah. Well, he luckily he made up for it and they still won the game at the end. Yeah. But, thankfully. But yeah, he was, he was showboating a little bit like I do in Madden and then, it cost him. I can't believe that. It's it's a good thing that he has like Pete Carroll. Can you imagine if oh, that would have been like John Gruden? 
or Bill Belichick, they'd be cut on the spot. Yeah, they, they he probably would have honestly set him out the rest of the game. Oh yeah, like th- they, sure. those guys would do that. Oh, without question, yeah, especially especially those two guys because Gruden's quite the hothead. Yeah, it's like he he seems like such a a dweeb whenever he's in interviews, but. And the other time you see him, he just looks mad at the world. He would have he would have ripped that mask off and came over there and tried to fight him. It, it wouldn't yeah. have been it wouldn't have been successful, but <laughs> but yeah. Um, speaking of the Seahawks, uh, pretty remarkable what Russell Wilson's been able to do, and it's even more crazy that he's never received an MVP vote. No, but surely that'll change this year because he has been on fire. No, I mean if Patrick Mahomes keeps playing like he's playing. Um, it'll be tough, but I mean, Russell Wilson deserves to win an MVP at some point. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's an understatement. The guy kind of flies under the radar for being as oh, elite as he is. Yeah, I feel like he just plays in such a run-heavy offense that it's kind of hard for him to put up those type of MVP numbers that you need to get. Yeah, well, but for my fans, he's really team, he's doing it this year because their running back core has kind of been fluctuating a little bit with Carson getting hurt. Well, we need Carson to. He's coming back this week, and we need him to. To, we need to pound that rock. I I like Russell Wilson, but but his if his stats need to take a hit for the zero and three East End oh, Fantasy yeah. team, then then we need to start running the football. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I feel you. Um, yeah. Then another takeaway I had was the Ravens' offense. I just feel like it's missing something. Lamar, he was going to probably the biggest game, the least biggest regular season game he's had in his life, mm-hmm. and. Throws for ninety four yards. I mean, he had a he had decent rushing yards, I guess. But you've got to do more through the air if you're going to beat the Chiefs. So. He's he's lacking a receiver, honestly. I mean, yeah, like, like Hollywood Brown. Did you? I watched him just get beat up a couple times. Yeah, he's Hollywood's too small to be a number one guy, and you can't just rely on tight ends all game like they do. Um, so yeah, they need they need some guy who's kind of a change of pace in the middle. Who's a good route runner, but can also BGD, but I just they need somebody kind of like Julio Jones or a healthy Julio. Yeah, Jones there's there's way, another there's another one of my fantasy guys. Yeah, he's been trashed this he's, year. He's been pretty terrible, but he's coming back this week. Apparently, that's the that's the word on the street. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, maybe he'll uh, take back some of that production from Calvin Ridley. At least I'll tell you what I started. I started Hollywood Brown this past week, and I'm never doing that again. <laughs> what a disappointment. I feel like he's the guy that'll only score a lot when he's on your bench. Yeah, yeah. I mean he'll he'll have a seventy yard touchdown catch this year at some point, but do you have do oh, you have yeah. the courage to get three or four points from him <laughs> until that point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's like so I dropped uh Justin Jefferson this week or last week in our league, the pickup I think I'm pretty sure it was like LaVisca Chenault because I needed somebody to throw it. Oh, excuse me. I needed somebody to throw into the game on Thursday night because DJ Shark was a last-minute last minute scratch, and so I had to find somebody. I was like, well, I might as well get his backup. He got me nine, which was okay, but whenever you compare that to the, the dude that Garrick picked up off the waivers and got 30 for him, Who's that? He picked up James Robinson, the Jaguars running back. Oh, okay. The dude only had like 46 yards rushing, but he had 30 points because he had so many – he had so many receptions. Yeah, that's that's a huge advantage in a PPR league when running backs yeah. can catch it out of the backfield. But, yeah, that also brings me to my next point, which is after playing Garrick this week, the man is the luckiest fantasy owner alive. 
Yeah. Because each week I feel like he's making a waiver claim who ends up starting in this flex position that ends up being his highest scorer. It's like his his two MVPs year round are his flex position and his kicker. Yeah. Makes no he's, sense. He's annoyingly lucky slash yeah. I don't even want to use the word good. Yeah, but I know. He's an, oh, we'll just stick with annoying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the league I feel like is pretty wide open. I was looking at the standings today. There is seven two and one teams, and then one one and two team, and then two zero oh, and three teams. So even though you are zero oh, and three, you still have a chance to get right back in this thing. I sure hope so. I mean, this is if this is this is a must win game right off the bat against marijuana. Oh this, yeah, we we, we got to win that one. You got to, but let's see who uh you've got Kyler, and that's always a big bonus. So uh, who do the See the Falcons or not the Falcons? Oh, you play Car- See, you. I think you're going to get some good output from Kyler at least. Uh, he's been. I mean, he's playing, been playing well for me. He's one of the only yeah. guys that I haven't been ripping in the locker room after after these weeks. Yeah, you're another team that's gotten kind of devastated with injuries with Chris Carson and Julio Jones. I've, I've also been devastated by giving up like 460 points. Yeah, I was. I saw that you're getting brutalized in the points for or the points I look against. like OU's defense out here. I mean, it, teams are just going <laughs> yeah. bu- going gangbusters on me. I've had to play <laughs> some of the best teams in the league. I've already had to play Robert, uh, Dad, and uh, and uh, who was last week? Caleb, which oh, are yeah. which are three of the you know upper echelon teams. Oh yeah, they're all three really good. So I mean, that's been but, tough, but they've also, I mean, even though they're good, you still hope that 130 points can get you a win, and and it hasn't so far. Yeah, that's that's what's tough. It's like 150. If you score in the 115 range, like 100 in the teens, you probably can't expect to win, but it, you expect to be like in the. You game. expect to win a few. Whereas of those. like 130, yeah, the majority of the time, it's like in a 10 team league, 130 should win you a game. Yeah, but. It hasn't been a lot. No, so. tell me about it. But I mean, I, th- I think you still have playoff aspirations if your team can get healthy. And I don't even care. About I know them. that's what I'm looking forward to because injuries have absolutely riddled my team. Yeah. With with DJ Shark, I had three start at the beginning of the year. I would have had three starters that were out. Granted, I've already dropped Cortland Sutton because he's out for the year. Right. But Christian McCaffrey, he's out. Hopefully he comes back earlier than expected. He's at least out the next two weeks, though. So it's just it's tough finding guys that you can count on in this year where there's no training camp, so everybody's bodies are out of shape. And then, you're, yeah, when you're number one, uh, McCaffrey was your number one. I mean, that's yeah, whenever you lose your number one, you you you're gonna be in kind of a you're gonna do some soul searching for sure. Yeah, I was definitely gonna be in a pickle because uh, yeah, he put he puts up. 27 and 23 in his first two weeks it's like i mean it's obviously a great pick but i can't do anything he's on the on my bench right and i think i'm pretty sure i had a pretty good week the week that i got beat by robert it's just i was playing Robert. yeah for some reason robert's turned into a buzzsaw this year i mean you're every for the first he used to be i used to look forward to playing robert now i yeah he i think he figured something out with the uh, auto draft yeah i put up 123 against him which again i mean it can kind of go either way, but still, more often than not, you're probably going to win a game where there's 123 points that you score, or at least, I would say, at least 65 to 70% of the time. Yeah, but, I, I just can't. I mean, Robert, I guess, finally figured out that 
auto drafting was a better alternative than leaving it up to his judgment. <laughs> yeah. Because his judgment had been awful. Oh, horrible. Um, but yeah, so I guess I guess we can move on to uh your who are your surprises and disappointments from last week? Um, you go first. My prep my okay. prep time was limited. Oh, you're good. So mine my surprise and disappointment are the same thing. Okay. And it's not what? even the NFL. All right. OU football. Oh, yeah. What on earth? So they surprised me by being that bad and being whatever you want to call what was on the field on Saturday. Hideous. Yeah. Yeah. Hideous. It was first, first two quarters. They looked great. They looked outside of, the two interceptions, which one of them really wasn't on Rattler. And then the other one, I kind of understand why he threw it, but he just had – like he had the guy, but he just needed to lead him a lot more. But, but yeah, third – whenever the third quarter rolled around, the offensive line couldn't block a soul, couldn't open holes. This is the worst running team I've ever seen, at least since the Landry Jones days when we had Brennan Clay. Oh, I haven't seen a worse O-line since then, and it's like – I'm used to like them averaging like six yards a carry, and on the year they're averaging three. So something has to give somewhere. And... I mean, I like I, I was uh, kind of with you. You and I were talking that that you kind of got disinterested in the game because you're at work, and I took a nap when we were up by 21. I just assumed that we had the game under control. Our yeah. we, our defense had given up seven points at that point, so I thought they were playing competently and. I was yeah, wrong. Exactly. Yeah, you would I mean, and so that's like the surprise, like I didn't expect them to poop the bed, especially given it's a revenge game. You would have thought that they would have like had K State's number, but no, no. We, we don't have against K-State's a team that's, number. <laughs> yeah, against a team that's clearly inferior. They just you, lost you have, to Arkansas State. Yeah, exactly. Got manhandled by it. Wasn't like it was a close game. I mean, on the scoreboard it was close, but you if you watch the game, Arkansas State dominated. I'm not trying to. I'm not so, trying to shaft Garrick. I know that he, even though it's Arkansas State, it's that's still his state. He's going to get defensive, but <laughs> but they're not. They're not very good. No, they're uh, not. And they've got now that receiver's a stud, but it's just it's just uh, unfortunate that that we can't put it together. I mean, at what point is it not like we've been through three different defensive coordinators? At what point is it not all the defensive coordinators are terrible? When does it turn into maybe our style of play? Just yeah, it's not indicative of good off of good defense. No, because our offense was... in, the, in the especially in the fourth quarter sputtered. Yeah, I was I was talking to one of my coworkers today because he was talking about how he was placing the bet on the OU game. This that wasn't smart. And well, he's taking the he's taking the over not the over, but he's taking the the spread in the game. So he's he's betting for OU, okay. but. I'm just like, I don't know if that's a good bet or not. Like, they they could come out a completely different team next week or they could come out and their issues still be glaring. I mean, obviously, it, you're going to have some growing pains because the majority of that team, like, I don't recognize half those guys from last yeah. year. I mean, the O-line, for the most part, stayed relatively the same. But the O-line last year wasn't that good. Yeah, they didn't play Kennedy good Brooks. Or uh, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Just, yeah, it's just Kennedy Brooks. I mean, you don't look at him and you're like, oh, he's a great running back. But for what OU does, he's the perfect running back right. because he's patient. He waits for the blocks to develop in front of him. 
and he doesn't hit the whole whole fast. He's not like the guys we have now that would fit a lot better in an, a zone style scheme where they can just make one cut and go. So I just it's frustrating to There's watch. There's a lot more. I I uh, in the past when when OU would lose our annual game, we always lose one. I always kind of sat there thinking, well, we're experienced enough, we're good enough that I think there's a chance yeah. we can run the table. I I looked at Dad after we lost to uh to K State, and I said, I don't think that this is going to be our last loss. I hope I'm wrong. I, I don't oh, see this no. being a one loss season. No, I. Which I mean, I guess eventually you should have expected that there was going to be a down yeah. year, but to be as like. I've never seen them that sloppy since Lincoln's been here, been as the coach, right. which it's just kind of mind-boggling. And that's what leads me into my disappointment is that Lincoln Riley has to figure out how to stop being so conservative in the third quarter. Right. You can't just take your foot off the gas whenever it's 21 – when you're up 21 points. It happened four times last year, and we almost blew the leads in the games. So, like, we almost lost the lead in the Baylor – the champ, the Big 12 championship against Baylor – we almost lost to TCU, almost lost to Iowa State. I'm pretty sure there's one more in there, but I can't think of it right now. But anyways, like, you've got to realize you can't just be calling the same run play every time and not expect the team to pick up on it because you're, we're leaving the door wide open for them. It's like, what happened to the OU teams that didn't give a crap about what all the other teams thought and just wanted to put up as many points as possible? I want That's to fine with me. Like, Dad and I have argued about this because – I've I've said, I know Lincoln's a great coach. Yeah. Nobody's saying that. I said that his late game play calling gets a little conservative and he struggles sometimes down the stretch. There's not a single coach who is, who doesn't make mistakes, but, but just because somebody's a good coach, dad thinks that, that you, that you cannot criticize them at all for anything they do. Yeah. It's just, it's annoying. And like, I'm so ready for to like just one year have it to where we can turn on the TV and know we're going to get like what we bargained for and we're going to have a team that can legitimately compete for a championship. It's been 20 years yeah. since we've had a championship. This is the longest playoff or longest championship drought that we've had since we won our first championship. <laughs> for, a, for a team so, that's been consistently good. I mean, I, it, it's been, yeah, a long, it's been like, since the Landry Jones days where we yeah. haven't been a contender. Yeah, exactly. Now, if you look back, like, the early 2000s, mid-2000s, we probably should have won the championship in 2004 against LSU. We probably should have won the championship against Florida in 08 because we didn't have DeMarco Murray in that game, and and he was arguably the best running back in in college football that year. That's when I I didn't like Tebow. Now I like him, but at the time, I thought he was annoying. Oh, I was so upset whenever the Broncos drafted him because I hated him so much. He was really annoying in college. He was. But, but yeah, so it's like I don't know where we're – I don't see where the program's going this year. Maybe maybe it's just because we're all – like we're young and we need time to develop. But Alabama's rolling out like 10, 11 freshmen every year, and they're fine. So it's obviously not just about like inexperience as much as it is – coaching well, Al- well. Alabama and... plays balanced football they they play great football. yeah exactly all, all it seems like it seems not... like all that we care about at times is how many Heismans can we produce and, and what kind of yeah, gaudy exactly. offensive numbers we can put up instead of prioritizing both sides yeah. of the ball 
Yeah, and I think until Lincoln figures that out, OU's going to continue to be in the exact same cycle because anybody can have an off day running a spread offense right. because there's just so much – there's a lot more room for error than if you're you're playing ball control football and trying to put your offense in the best position to, like, drive down the field and you're not looking for the big play every time. I mean, obviously the big plays are nice. Yeah, it's, it's fun to have a good offense. Whenever every drive is filled with a big play, you're not going to – I don't know. You're not going to like put your defense in a good position. And that's part of the problem. It's it's really fun to have a good offense, but I think everybody's lying themselves if they said we didn't, if they didn't wish they had a defense that gave up 17 points a game and ran and ran the football really well. Like that's what wins championships. The SEC's proved that a long time. And honestly, like, the OU needs to leave the Big 12 if they legitimately want to compete for championships because nobody, no defensive recruits want to come. No, that, to the that's Big 12. that's a fair point too, and that's not on. That's the not moment that yeah the the moment that we leave for like the Big 10 or the SEC, like we'll start getting those recruits because you'll honestly just have to change the way you're playing defense. You'll just change the way you're playing altogether, which like OU's part partially a product of the conference they play in. You've got to adapt and figure out how to score points play to the strength of everybody else yeah no i agree with you but anyways i guess that was a really long ou football tangent that i didn't mean for it no no the people who aren't ou fans i'm sure will take heat for that but we take heat every week so why why not yeah why not who cares we don't care what the fans have no we don't we do love well i believe we have a sponsorship in the bag Ask some of these we guys do. how many we sponsorships do. they got. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> okay, but uh, I guess we could both use a, that as our surprise. And I, I have one. Uh, where, okay, Cooper Cup, twenty five points this week. Yeah, that was that Kinda was a big coming surprise. Out of that, He's usually that guy who gets you ten yeah. a week. So he blew. I know. He, he blew up. Year. Yeah, that was pretty. That was one of the only reasons that I kept the game close between Garrick and I. That and uh, having Mahomes go for thirty nine and in the Monday night game, but that's true. But yeah, for a second I thought I was going to do it, but Mahomes passed to Tyree Kill a little bit too much. My my disappointment was Waller after 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 having such a great week. Kind of shut him down. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I guess it's kind of to be expected coming from like. Anybody coming off a good week and then going to play against the Patriots, Belichick's always going to scheme scheme the best players well, out. The Raiders of the game. really have one receiving threat, and and it's yeah, him. yeah, because Henry Ruggs he's hurt right now and he hasn't really done much. And Hunter Renfro, yeah. he can't like he needs an offense like to scheme him open pretty much. It's like. He's open because everybody else around him is. Covered. They probably just and Belichick probably just said, "Well, if if the young Josh Jacobs is going to beat us on the ground, then then fine." And so be it. Yeah, and he didn't have a good week no, either. I mean, he only had like nine or ten points. I think. Something like that. He. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it was fine, but it wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, wasn't what you're you're accustomed to with Josh Jacobs. No. That's for sure. Um. So, yeah, I guess moving on to the bust and must watch for week four. My bust watch, I might, I might ruffle some feathers here, but I'm going to go with Tyree Kill 
and it's only because they're playing the Patriots. He's defense, he's the which, bust, I'm guessing, right? Okay. Yes, yes, he's the bust because they're going against the Patriots defense, and he's going up against arguably the best corner in the league and Stephon mm-hmm. Gilmore. Um, and I just think that they're going to commit to try and stop in the deep ball, but that'll also leave Kelsey open for a lot of opportunities. So I'm just saying that it's more of like a pick your poison type of thing, and they're just going to take away Tyree Kill as much as they can, and it'll leave Kelsey. So you're open. thinking so it can that's go one of two ways, or he could take away Kelsey. But yeah, with, that's true. Honestly, Which, is the play to try to take away Kelsey and just trust Gilmore to cover Tyreek? Honestly, that's what I'd do, and just maybe shade a safety over to Kelsey's side, or shade a safety over to Tyreek's side. But I don't know. I feel like too many people just say, "Well, we're just going to leave Kelsey open." It's like the dude's still the best tight end. Yeah, in the clearly league. the best tight end in the if league. You, like, cover him and make it to where they have to use like McCall Hardman and Edward Delaire. And even though Edward Delaire is really good, it's like I'd much more rather have him try him beating me than the best player at his position right beating me yeah yeah i would so. i would say that he might just say if if hilaire beats us on the ground then so be it but we're going to take away mahomes and we're going to take away his receiving threats yeah um and then people are going to call me a homer for this one but my must watch of the week is baker mayfield they're going against the cowboys and the cowboys defense is he's been playing good now. he has been he's i think he's Playing in Stefanski's offense has really kind of opened up a new level with him because he gets to be out in the open space a lot more. And he's one of the best, if not the best, like in terms of accuracy, throws yeah, on the run. For sure. so. Yeah, I like that. All right. So who do you got for the, for the, okay? Category? Well, I'm going to take uh, one of my own guys. And as long as he's back, I think Julio comes back and has a good week. Uh, I think I that like uh, I think that the Packers. I can see this now. The, the the Falcons are terrible, but I can see this turning into a shootout. And yeah, I, and, I would, and he's. I, the, I mean, is there really a shutdown corner for the Packers? Uh, they do have uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. He's they drafted him a couple years ago out of UCF. Um, oh, it's going to bother me. He's still Julio, though, is the thing. Well, yeah, I don't, he's, I don't think he's a match for Julio yet. So as long as Julio's healthy, I see that maybe turning into a shootout. I don't think the Falcons are going to win. The Packers have been playing good. Yeah. I just, I just think, though, that it could be a week for Julio to, uh, to score some points. Yeah, I, I could see that. Oh, uh, his name is Jair Alexander. I knew it was... It was okay. with a J. As much as I hate so. admitting, though, that a corner can't cover a receiver, <laughs> it would do my heart good to see him yeah, shut that's... him down if he wasn't on my fantasy team. Yeah, and honestly, they might be having more attention to Calvin Ridley the way he's been playing. So, that's yeah, yeah, Calvin know. Ridley's emerged as the um, as the best receiver there for some reason. Yeah, it's. The man, what, he's number one receiver in fantasy right now? Yeah. He's killing it. That's unreal. He is. Um, So, since we're filming or taping this on Wednesday, the waiver order is kind of already passed. But somebody that I found on the waivers this, like, 
an hour ago because I haven't okay. checked it. I've I've been sidetracked for other things. Haven't really had time to go in and put my waiver claims in. Plus, I I figured out that it's like if I turn over so much of my roster, it's like I'm never going to really get better. So I need to kind of kind of stick with what I have, and hopefully that turns around. But I found that somebody had dropped Le'Veon Bell, and while Le'Veon Bell hadn't played at all this year, I was still surprised that somebody went. Who was? Do you know who bench. dropped him? It, it, it didn't matter. I was just wondering. Did you did you get him? Uh, yeah, I picked him up today because he was since the waiver had already passed. Like the free agents were pretty right. much fair game, and he's on IR right now. But he's on the three week, and the reason I picked him up was, uh, it says that Bell believes he'll be ready to return from injury reserve week five for the Jets game against the Cardinals, barring an unforeseen setback, which. I know his values dipped a little bit since he left the Steelers, and he's not the same player that he was, but he's still a good yeah. running back. And it's like I think that I can get decent points out of like flex points because I'm really only holding out hope that I can put him as like my flex until McCaffrey gets back, and then I'll move Devin Singletary back down to my flex and have McCaffrey back in. So, so that's why I think he's he's somebody that I chose from our wild and out in the waivers. I was surprised that he was even there. Um, yeah, I I have somebody who, I mean, he's 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 been dealing with personal issues, but James White is there a chance he could come back to the Pats and, and I could be their yeah, guy. Who, who's that. he got to compete with? Burkhead and uh, and Sony Michelle. Michelle, who's been the speaking of Sonny Michelle, he was. I feel like there was so much hype around him coming out of the draft, and he just hasn't. No, he hasn't. He's like. They they traded back into the first round to get him and James White's kind of been their guy and you got to think I mean they're going to rush yeah. for touchdowns at some point I mean it's not all going to be Cam Newton right yeah exactly it's just like you just got to pick the right running back for that week because it's always going to be just a different seems, one. though if they're inside the five it's a design run for Cam Newton that's been that's been yeah. the problem is is New England's running backs haven't been able to score yeah and it's like. Whenever you look at their running backs, you look at Cam. It's like I've got a six-four guy that basically is a tight end that can run like a receiver, versus three like five eleven running backs who barely tip the scale. Who has injury so, issues though? Is the only like, problem with Cam running him so much? Yeah, yeah. He has looked significantly better. This oh year, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's, I'll give he's him sort that. of back. Yeah, which I didn't think he'd ever get to that level. He's throwing it pretty so. well. I mean, he's not. He's not an elite yeah. thrower. No, but he's he's got zip on the ball again. Which is no, it looked had. bad. I mean, it it's looked like seventeen yeah. back to our high school days. It looked like some Will Walton passes for a, for a while that he was throwing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Looked like Chase yeah. Sumner mixing it out up uh, there on the on the on the scout team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that brings back some memories. Um, so who do you have for your game of in the our week fantasy this week? Um, okay, so yes. I, I realize that it's it's not good teams playing each other, but uh, Zach and I have to be up there. I mean, that it, it's a huge oh, game, that's, yeah. That's who I had, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's for what this league is has for it in store for its losers. This is by far the matchup everybody wants to see, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm trying to think of a good name change against I Hate Marijuana. There's a lot of options out there. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that it's going to come down. I mean, he's favored to beat me right now. 
Yeah, I saw that. That kind of surprised me. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been following Zach's team super close, so I'm not 100% sure on, like, how much he's been putting up each week. It looks like but... that I'm going to have to play Latavius Murray at running back. Oh, yeah, that'll – You know why I have to play him at running back? Because the Titans aren't playing, so I can't play Derrick Henry. Well, I saw at that game they're thinking about moving it to Tuesday, but will that count as like a week four game or a week oh, five game a or what? Yeah, like if it counts as a week five, then I don't know what they're going to do about their actual week five game. Are they going to play two games in a week and kind of treat it like a like a short Thursday you, night You thought there was an injury problem now. If guys are playing two games within six days, you're really going to see an injury yeah, problem. Especially when they're not prepared right. for it. Like – like they, when people have like the Thursday night games on their schedule, they're at least like, okay, I've got to prepare my body to get ready for that. Whereas this, how many players tested that, positive so. for the Titans? Uh, I don't, I don't know if I saw the official number, but it had to be a lot if they shut down their entire team. I mean, this is going to cause a scheduling problem, though. I mean, I, I realize this isn't a PC thing to say. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but. Can we not just play without the guys that tested positive? I mean, can, can we just make sure everybody's yeah, exactly. negative and still play the game? I mean, it's the yeah. Titans. Yeah. Yeah, like unless you can't even fill the, field a team with your practice squad, then I play get the game. I, I realize the, tit- the Titans play. are pretty good, but but they're they're – I mean, who wants to watch the Titans? Yeah, exactly. They don't have much. No, I like that word. Have you been watching HGTV? No, but yeah, it just like popped that. in my brain. I was actually watching a Hardee's commercial Curb right appeal. Now, and for some reason, for some reason, curb appeal. I like it. I'm gonna start using that. Yeah, it's a it's a good phrase. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I have. That's who I had as my game of the week is you versus Zach. I just think there's, there's so a much lot riding right, on like it. This whoever whoever loses this is going to be the clear last place contender. I think. Yeah, it's if you go to if you don't beat the other second to last team with the same record, it's kind of kind of hard to dig yourself back out because at that point you're kind of looking at your schedule and it's like, well, where are my wins going to come from? Because I did this last year and it's like I'm I'm not going to beat them. I'm not going to beat them. It's like I might yeah. have a chance against them. But... I looked my points four. I could be in sixth place in the league right now if it was just points four. So this is one of those that yeah. if I come out and have a bad week this week. I mean, it's just demoralizing. For my team, oh because yeah, sure. because we were supposed to like we've we've gotten some bad breaks and if we go and then have a loss to a team we should have beat, I mean I don't know how I'm going to be able to go in there and get these guys fired up to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, losing the team as a coach. No, at, at, at one, at, you know what? By the same breath, playing against I hate marijuana this week has some curb appeal, but. It, it but does have at the same time, I don't want to play him yet because if I play somebody good and lose, at least I still have an excuse. If I go and lose to Zach, then then my team is clearly set up for being the being the worst. Yeah, being the worst. Is you have to play. You have to play Sean this week. That's dangerous. You don't want to yeah, slip to that's... one and three. I know because then I'm just one or, game out of yeah, last yeah, place. Yeah, because somebody at least you know somebody's going to be zero and unless there's a tie, but most likely somebody's going to be zero and four. Yeah. Yeah. So, I definitely want to stay clear of losing this week at all costs. 
that is one thing my team has in the in past seasons has figured out a way to come to play whenever I've gone up against Team Osage. So I'm hoping that the historical trends come true again, but can't count on that. No, 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 no. You've you've kind of owned him. Yeah, the because that was I remember the the year that he was super good and was just blowing out teams. I was the only team that could beat him, and I beat yeah. him both games that we had that year. So I only beat him once, but thankfully it was what yeah. mattered. That's yeah, I that's to that beat. is true. You, yeah, you went on. You really went on a run that year in the playoffs. There, th- it was. There's not going to be a playoff run. run if these guys don't figure it out, though. There's we're we're and I don't <laughs> even want. I just want to finish eighth. If I finish eighth, I'm fine. We'll move on to next yeah. year. I just you just don't. I, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. finish ninth, and I sure as heck don't want to finish tenth. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that I think that well, uh, other than that, Robert and Caleb, those are two of the best teams in the league that are playing each other. So as far as if you like, that could be the potential to have a bunch of points get put up. Yeah, I almost picked that game as the as my game of the week, but I don't know if. Caleb, I didn't check the roster to see if Caleb had anybody on by or anything. Uh, but he's only projected one of seven this week, so it's like, eh. Well, right now, oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, and James Conner is well, that's a good thing. Out. Yeah, which I don't know if I don't know how they're going to do that. Like, if the game's postponed, is it like, are they just not going to play it this week or what? Or I, I'm interested. I'm to see thinking about calling Goodell tomorrow. Because <laughs> we got to know these. <laughs> yeah, you should just storm the league offices. Yeah. No, but what's the deal with this kicker? Know. I mean, what, what's what's going on there? Uh, Did he just is, is he just know. not playing he one? Just, I guess not. He's doesn't even he, have. He one went on through the roster. effort of removing the kicker from the lineup. But has not went through the effort of picking one up to put in there. I mean, there's 32 of them. There's, I mean, there's 10 teams, so there's 22 kickers out on the waiver wire. I know that most yeah. of them are terrible, but you probably want to put one in there, or else you're forfeiting like six points. Yeah, exactly. Defense is one of the one things that's like, well, if you don't start one, it might not be the worst thing in the world. Like this week. The Bills got me zero points. I would have been better off. Or, or at least just, just as well off. Yeah, just as well off. Yeah, I, but kicker, I feel like ra- rarely to kicker. And that was with an interception and a fumble recovery. Yeah, like Garrick's kicker almost cost him the game against me because he missed the the extra point and the, another field goal in the game on Monday night. And so I only ended up losing by six. So had, had Patrick Mahomes uh, – not throwing a Tyree kill yeah, as much. What I happened to Hakeem Booker? So, he was he he was uh, one of the best kickers. In the, him and Will Lutz are like two of the best kickers in the league. Yeah, he was Mister Automatic on those first thir- on those three Thankfully, kicks in overtime uh, the week prior. That yeah. was a good thing we didn't need it against. The, I never thought I'd say this, but good thing we didn't need it against the Ravens. That's not something I thought I I'd say. You told yeah, me that he Ravens. missed a field goal against the Ravens. I'd be like, oh man, we probably lost. Yeah, but good thing the Ra- the Ravens picked a bad time to have their 
yeah. bad day off, and so did well. Andy uh, Reid coached great too. He got so. the he got the defrost out there on his on his face shield, and was it was clear. Yeah. He was able that to see the game. It was great. He's still the only coach that I've seen wearing that <laughs> thing, but he's obviously figured out how not to get it fogged up. He has. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to to talk about. I don't know if anything if there's anything else. Did you, you catch want that debate last night? That was great. Oh my goodness, dude! I, so I didn't watch the whole thing. But that was must If you were to put it in an NFL it, reference, it was like, oh. like Tom Coughlin yelling at Pete Carroll. <laughs> it really would have. They, it was like two old men in a nursing home fighting great. over a fruit cup or something. They I were, compare Trump in a was. debate. I I like to compare him to a WWE wrestler. The the dude just doesn't care. I mean, he will take it. He will go and grab a chair no. from the audience and smack you across the face with it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He he, wants he will go after somebody's sink. son. He'll go after somebody's dead grandma. I mean, the the dude just. I mean, he has yeah. zero chill on 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 what he's going to say, and he just yeah. absolutely tries to club you with anything you possible. He was talking about. Yeah. He's sitting there on a debate stage where you're supposed to be talking about issues, and he calls. Uh, Joe Biden's son, a cocaine addict, talking about how he got kicked out of the army because he was on <laughs> cocaine. I'm like, oh my gosh, what does this have to do with the election? He's just throwing this guy's son in the bus. <laughs> yeah, the, the man doesn't have a whole no. lot of moral compass. But he was he was shooting so paper fun. towel rolls when there were there was a hurricane. <laughs> there was a hurricane After in Puerto Rico, Harvey. and there's people like. There's people like oh, out of their homes or an earthquake or whatever the heck happens in Puerto Rico. I don't know. And and people are like homeless and they're needing <laughs> supplies and he's acting like it's halftime of a of a basketball game with a t shirt gun. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, or, or or hate him depending on how people feel. But but I, I can understand either way, but it just it just struck me as two people very angry. They were very angry. Yeah. Yeah, they and it was it was basically like the Anchorman episode where bricks just yelling loud noises. That's about. What and it was I, I love when they said before game. they're like the candidates aren't going to shake hands tonight because of social distancing. I'm like, it doesn't matter if we weren't in the middle of it. these guys are shaking hands. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's gonna, the only the only time yeah, that they're exactly. going to touch fists is if they're in a boxing match. They're not going to they're not going to bro out. I feel like I feel like a boxing match would get a lot more accomplished than just having debates because no, at the end of the day, whatever your opinion was on Trump or Biden, no. the debate didn't change your opinion one way or the other because they didn't debate about what they would do in office versus anything. It was just, he said, she said, and going back and forth and bickering. Part like, of that's the genius. Like kids, it, it was but, smart of Trump because what happens is that the challenger comes in there and he true. wants to question the president on all the stuff that he feels like he could have done better in office. And Trump, said the heck with that i don't want to answer any of those questions i'm going to come out here and talk about how your son's on cocaine that's that's the approach that he oh, decided yeah. to to take and it and it was <laughs> smart because none Biden never really was able yeah. to hit trump on any of the stuff that he did wrong because trump was too yeah. busy launching personal attacks yeah and it worked in 2016 for him so I guess he's just going to stick with that strategy. He's, he's like, wrong, Biden's so. like thinking, I'm kind of nervous to attack him because he's liable to mention my nephew who's a prostitute in Chicago. Like, I don't know what this guy's going to bring up next. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, when's the next debate? It's, it's the, I can't it's wait the for that vice presidential TV. debate, and it's next Tuesday, October sixth, and that's going to be a snooze fest compared uh, to what we just saw. Yeah, yeah, because Pence doesn't have a lot of, I guess, entertainment value. No, to he's him. a he's nice kind of guy. a dry character. And then, yeah, and then Kamala, she's your Kamala or yeah, whatever you want to call her. Uh, uh, she is. I wish it was Pocahontas. Psycho, that would have been more entertaining. But... He he worked Pocahontas <laughs> into the debate last oh, night. Oh my goodness! <laughs> he did. I thought it was funny. I saw there was actually prop bets <laughs> in Vegas on over unders what they were going to say, and one of them was, "Do oh, you think my. that Trump's going to call him Sleepy Joe?" He. I know. I'm surprised he Vegas, did. Vegas said that that. They must have known something because Vegas had it favored that he wasn't. And I'm sitting there going, how much money can I put on this? Of course he's going to call him Sleepy Joe. He called him everything else. Yeah, but... and he didn't. Yeah, because he called him Sleepy Joe in all of his tweets. But he was nice there. The only name right. he busted out was Pocahontas. I think I think he worked Crooked Hillary in there. <laughs> I, I knew he, he still thinks he's ready he to get there. He probably did. <laughs> that's great i can't wait oh, for the next two that'll be good oh it's gonna be funny so it must see tv but uh but yeah i guess that's all the fantasy talk or and just talk in general we have for the day now have you been playing golf down else there i have not been i too busy working time to because yeah well I, I work those 12 hour days and so the days that I'm working, I like I come home and grab some dinner on the way home, and then go shower, and then play some Xbox right. until it's time to go to bed. Usually, I mean, if there's a if there's a game on, I want to watch, and I'll watch that. And then my days off, I sleep till like one o'clock, and then I'll go work out, and then half my day's gone. So That's I don't true. have much time to golf right now. I mean, I need to get out to a course, or the course is not At too least far you're away working from out. House, we've been so. we've been going on our form of exercise is occasionally we'll go take a walk around our the place where we live, and that's what we call exercise. And uh, really, we're yeah. just trying to see what's going on out there. That you're, I've heard you guys have still kept up the trend. That, that's the I think it's ball. going down tonight, from what I hear. Oh boy! I think we're going to get out there tonight, and it's a matter of time before somebody hurts themselves. We've had some near, we've had some really, really close, <laughs> yeah. like almost, almost Achilles, ACL, <laughs> you name it. Oh, all those, and it's, all those. I was on pretty body. much just talking about him. Yeah, he's he's injury prone. <laughs> at, at, he, he's only forty five, and he's he he's is. extremely injury prone. <laughs> I know his body's just. It is, I mean, apart. he got to college in eighty seven. He he's been doing it a while. <laughs> I know. You'd think by now he'd he'd be done, but no. <sighs> well, I guess with that, I'll I'll let you go. It was good catching up. Yeah, a little good bit of everything. Fantasy. Yeah, uh, I'm imagining next week we'll probably Who do have, we have some left? special guest. Just Preston. Zach okay. and uh, we'll have to get Preston. one of those two on there. And then and then after oh, that, sure. I would assume that we'll have a return guest down the down the road. Oh yeah, we might even have some other special. Who knows? We're we're going to keep you guessing. Like, we so, got this uh, new tape, boys. We're rolling in with this new sponsorship, and who knows what's coming at you? We are exactly. We're 
we're growing here at football is fine. It's gonna. We may even have an Oprah giveaway one of these times. <laughs> some some black. You Friday get a waiver wire pickup. Everybody. You get a waiver wire pickup. Caleb would love that. <laughs> if you just handed him, I mean, Caleb would oh, Caleb would pitch a tent and sleep on the waiver wire if he could. Oh, he would. That man. That man loves it. And half of his waiver yeah. wire is just defense. Yeah, and, and, and he bashes both of them, but he loves to pick them up. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, well, I guess I'll let you go then. Uh, it was good talking to you, and I'll catch you next yep, sounds good. Tuesday probably. See ya. As always, that podcast was brought to you by Tate Boys Tire and Service. Stop into any of their locations across northeast Oklahoma for any of your tire-related or car-related needs. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered in oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp, hey they're beginning to boil Wasted away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost shaker of salt Some people claim that there's a woman to blame But I know it's nobody's fault